Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome back to our week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the movie news from oh. around the world. Oh, oh, he mixed up the intros again. <laughs> it's not like it's an important week or anything, Cotter. <laughs> that, that's what it is, though. I'm so scrambled with all of the juicy news we've been getting. We've got all of these faxes in of all of these announcements coming yeah. out recently. We're but, trying to collate all these pages together. People said to get rid of the fax machine we said no it's coming back <laughs> people said stop having it on during the recordings it's wor- it's ruining the audio <laughs> i just have to dial up to my internet here i'll be back in a second <laughs> so sean this is movie mondays um, we talk all the week's movie news entertainment news and generally just have a bit of a chat chat about everything We're to do with film um, but as i said it is a pretty big week so san diego comic-con has happened. Um, it happened over the weekend. We will admit we are recording this on Sunday. So if any news breaks after this, then we are just dumb and we just could not record on Monday. Yet, if any big trailers or anything leak, I mean, we'll get to it. But <laughs> it's there's enough to talk about regardless. <laughs> there's so surely. many trailers. We can't pack any more in. I was like, we could do a whole episode of just us going back to back on trailer reviews one by one. I think people would just tune out. They do anyway, but to the higher extent. Yeah, but they turn the volume down and leave the episode playing like good <laughs> yeah. listeners do. That's what my man does. <laughs> um, so, uh, Sean, there was, a, as I said, lots of news. So, didn't really know where to start, but I felt like we should start with a trailer because we've got three of them to get to at the minute. Um, and yeah. I just said, some might drop. 
as the week progresses. Normally what happens is they like to play the first trailer in Hall H yeah. and have like nobody see it. And then it definitely leaks by Tuesday, and then they release it properly on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, because all it means is that the first thing that most audiences see of the film is like grainy, low resolution footage that someone captured yeah. on their phone. Um, so th- yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, what I would also say is, I think this might be the least ready we've ever been for like a week like this it feels like i just have not had a chance to even like properly digest it i've just watched the trailers and i'm like right let's talk about it let's Whereas roll with that you do the full nerd thing where you like delve into it you're like what does this reddit thread <laughs> think well, I th- of this i think there's too much to delve into though <laughs> there's so much announced and so much happening i like i can't keep track of it all genuinely <laughs> i'm just trying to live my life <laughs> I'm just I just have, having cereal. <laughs> I have shit to do outside of these movies, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, so look, we got to start off with a superhero trailer, Sean. This might become a trend. Um, yeah. Because Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Now, this is a DC trailer amongst all of the Marvel things that dropped, but we did get a Shazam! trailer just in amongst them. So, I mean, I will admit we've... I just seen you watch this trailer about, yeah. oh, 65 seconds ago? Just before I started recording, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and gosh. I got a live reaction. Um, I, I don't know if you'll get a career out of it, because it's mostly, huh, okay. <laughs> it's a, okay, I don't think I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> because so, Sean, Sean, you've seen the trailer, go on, give us your thoughts. First of all, I forgot that Shazam 1 came out and set up a sequel. I forgot uh, it happened. Completely forgot it happened. That movie's fine. Um, I don't think this. Th- 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 I don't think this movie looks very good. The whole premise being that <laughs> Billy Badson, the fifteen-year-old who turns into Shazam, is having an identity crisis yeah. because all of the rest of his family are superheroes. Uh, also, uh, they mentioned the Flash in this and they show a clip of the flash with no one's face rough times why would you throw that in the trailer <laughs> why it's the easiest thing in the world to cut out just mention Jason Momoa instead just just mention Aquaman and Batman you don't even have that Batman anymore just mention the two of them nobody's going to ask any questions Ezra's got a bit of ooh. like there's a Batman Batarang in the first Shazam just have him hold that and be like oh, there's a Batman and there Perfect. you go uh, it's yeah it just looks like more of the same. It's going to be Shazam fighting various grey gods uh, yeah, and throughout what, the city. What's also, what we should also mention is that Sean, before we started recording, said, I don't want to be negative this week after seeing Shazam's trailer. And I think that's where we're coming from. We don't want to be negative. But if I remember our review of the first one, it was... Jesus, that is the most it's grand film we've ever seen, and I've never thought of it since. <laughs> No, and... and Nothing against Zachary Levi. I'm sure he's a lovely man to put in a performance. Nothing against anyone involved in that movie. Uh, Like, they're they're all doing the best they can. But there's just... It it just doesn't appeal to me for whatever reason. Mm. I like... Okay, I like the suits. I think the suits are good and (laughs) colourful and comic booky and fun. They're neat. Yeah. But it it feels like... I think we said this about Shazam, the original Shazam... 
that it feels like a movie that was made in 2012 about superheroes. Yes. And, and look, maybe it's not made for us. Maybe it's made for people maybe. who are younger than us. That's also fine. So, but we can't review it as 16-year-olds. We can only review it as us now. Because no, um, we're only able to travel into the future. We haven't worked Exactly. I'm four. But sure, <laughs> watching this, I cannot, like, I could not agree more with what how you watched it i watched it like an hour before and yeah. i remember just watching it and i think i was like eating popcorn at the time i just like slowly just eating it lying down on the couch going yeah that's poo that's that's i mean it's happened it's there yeah. the lads are putting in an effort um the main issue i had with the first one was asher angel who plays young shazam uh, mm-hmm. young billy batson and Zachary Levi, who plays old Billy Batson, are in two different movies. They are not the same human being. They don't act in the same way and are in no way related <laughs> whatsoever. But they're meant to be the same person. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like Billy Batson disappears into some existential void and then charismatic Zachary Levi comes out and starts <laughs> yeah. shazamming. Like, it, it's like they swap places. Also, Helen Mirren's in this movie. Um, and she, there's a mention of Fast and Furious. Now, this is, this is gonna. It's this a deep is, cut. This is a deep cut now, Sean, because Fast and Furious, Helen Mirren is in Fast and Furious, the movie. Interesting. So, if Billy Batson has seen, so he knows that's Jason Statham's mother in those what, movies? What if he's only seen the first? No, because he's. <laughs> He's, he's seen Tokyo Drift. Yeah, he's, he's just seen Tokyo Drift. He loves Han. I'm expecting good things for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all going to turn out well for this lad. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's just very weird. It's it's there's a lot of pause for a uh, pause for laughter moments in this trailer. Yes, yes, which, there is. If that's how many's in the trailer, I can only assume the movie is going to be exhausting to watch and with them. So my point was, um, so the whole idea is there's a family, you got a super family, and they've got yeah. super problems, Sean. And so oh, you got a like baddie, us. you got <laughs> you got a baddie that comes down, Helen Mirren, and she's dressed like Rita Repulsa, and she's like, look. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna kill the fucking world. Like I'm I'm gonna fucking end this. And then Shazam and the Shazam family are like, "Hey, hang on, no!" But they're not together. And so I'm assuming the end of the movie is that they come together. But isn't that the end of the That's first? That's the exact movie? end of the first movie. So it's... maybe they split apart. Maybe they realize they're all dickheads and they hate each other. They're stronger apart than they are together. Now that would but be don't a plot all twist. of the powers of the family come from Shazam? Like yeah, they all the, split like, it. it for them. Yeah, they split, so can, they split take, between them. He can take those back at any time, right? Right? I, I, I would like to see that, where they'd all just go back to being normal children. Yeah, and just, and then he, like, and, and then, I don't, like... And if they start on him, we just watch, watch Zachary Levi, the man, beat up children actors, and as they're, like, swinging out of him to try and get back the powers. Just, like, a, a back, a vertical video backstage <laughs> on the set of Shazam Fury of and the Gods. Helen Mirren looking shocked. <laughs> just like oh my god he I haven't really seen violence like him. this since I was in Fast and the Furious <laughs> 7 or 8 or whatever it was whichever one of them it was uh, also a lot of the like this this happened in the first Shazam as well is that there's no real s- spectacle like a lot of the scenes just take place in a street yes or on picnic benches in this case or like there's just not a whole lot going on with yeah and, and it's I think what's really impacted this movie is I look I'm assuming there's probably some people that like the first one and as I said we didn't hate the first one first one's fine yeah. personally 
But what I would say is, I think Black Adam coming out has actually even hindered this more due to the fact that The Rock is The Rock. And, I mean, yeah. I don't know if... I don't know how charismatic Zachary Levi is, but if The Rock is in a movie that's very similar, he's got a lightning bolt on his chest, and he's got superpowers and a cape... There'll be some furious gods in both movies, I would say. Yeah, and so... But in this one, it's a bit shinier. So... I, I don't know if the shiny works as well. No. I also don't know where this sits with the DC universe. <laughs> oh, start even thinking about that Batman not, doesn't even exist. <laughs> no, let's not delve into that. But like, because Shazam's always just kind of been the, 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 the odd stepchild who's yeah. like kind of related to all the rest of them, but they put no focus on him. Yeah, I mean, like, so the Flash, I can also assume, they probably won't be focusing on moving forward. Um, So they only have really Jason Momoa. Um, And, I mean, you could do Jason Momoa and Zachary Levi in a movie together, but that's a very weird Justice League that I've never seen that lineup of two before. It's like, they do, they try and do World's Finest, but it's Shazam and Aquaman. (laughs) Gal Gadot is there. She could do stuff. Yeah, she could she could crop up and sing Imagine or something like that. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> They're just beating the shit out of each other. Just reduce her acting career down to that one stupid <laughs> fucking video she did. That's actually... You have her doing the narration, singing Imagine, Zachary Levi beating up children on the set of Shazam. I would watch it, to be It honest. does write itself. You it are, does, yeah, you're it's, correct. The drama is there. Um, but yeah, the, the trailer came out. I... This is the first trailer. We probably need to learn a bit more of what they're going to be doing, what's going to be the plot of the film. Um, We could do that. Or what if we just didn't watch this one? What if we just left it? We just said, no, we're not not doing it. (laughs) I'm having a breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're having an existential crisis ever since Tor. Maybe, maybe I'm like, oh, the thing I like doesn't, doesn't <laughs> maybe, it's not bring the same joy. <laughs> maybe it's not, it's not as good. <laughs> it's me. It has to be me. I'm the problem. <laughs> no, it is the kids who are wrong. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we got to move on from DC because, look, there's a lot of Marvel news that we want to get into. And oh, first I've and foremost, moved on from DC, Connor. Pre- by the way. <laughs> pretty big news um, this week, and I would say it's one of the biggest news we've had in quite a while. That is that Marvel have announced their Phase 5 lineup, and they've announced a whole bunch of stuff in regards to all Phase 4, Phase 5, Phase 6, what's coming up and what they're even calling it. Yeah, which, th- th- this is this is go- this is both good and hilarious to me. So, like, good because it's nice to know where this is going to. A lot of the stuff that has been announced, I am excited for. But, hilariously, like... I just love how Phase 4 seems to have been written on the back of a napkin. And then, like, Kevin Feige <laughs> yes. pulled it out of his pocket and was like, oh, what's this going on? Then he's like, ah, we'll just do a new phase. <laughs> we'll just announce two more phases. So, uh, look, the, the phase is called Multiverse Saga. So, if I obviously, Infinity Saga is Phase 1 to 3, and that's all those movies. Yeah. Then... Phase 4 comes out, we've repeatedly said, well, we're not special, everyone, I would assume, has repeatedly said, I mean, they're they're good, but 
They're what? just kind of doing stuff, what, aren't what they? What are we doing? What, what's what's the goal here, lads? The, what are we if doing? If you will, end game of yeah, this What is the end, Avengers <laughs> end game of it all, is what, what we say. The Avengers Infinity War <laughs> of this. Part one. <laughs> then part two end game of it all. Um, and so now they've revealed that the, the phase, all these three phases, four, five and six, will be called the Multiverse Saga, which I mean cool but i can't yeah like it definitely means they started it and then they were like fuck we don't have a name uh oh what do, what do we call it what, we, what oh, we what's some what, what's the central it's concept central. behind all of this that we but is it the central project? concept we've kind of just barely touched on it we did a lot of loki but never really took advantage of that, that um, doctor strange movie i suppose yeah yeah, yeah that's too yeah, he was sad for a bit <laughs> then he just <laughs> he went to one different world <laughs> Then he was, yeah, he didn't. It was, it was more of a mul- one singular multiverse. <laughs> like, I like I would like I don't know because given what it's leading up to, which is Secret Wars, like you could have called it like the the Incursion Saga or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, that's not bad. But, yeah, which is which is a similar concept. It's the universe is crashing together, but it's just a. I don't look name aside. Multiverse Saga is fine. So, I mean, look, we're not going to go up with the name. It just made me laugh that it definitely was like, oh, we may go backtrack. Yeah, it was always called the Multiverse Saga. Like, we we had that raw locked in, so we did. Can I do something very difficult and describe something visual, but that is terrible to me? It's, it's the worst yes, thing. Yes, I, I cannot wait to see this. So, they had the word, what they had, they had phase four up on screen, right? Yeah. Then the word phase fades out, so it's just IV, Roman numerals. Oh, here we go. And then the I fades out, so it's just V. Yeah. For, so that's five in Roman numerals. And then the a, a line <laughs> appears on the other side of the V, making the Roman numeral of six, right? <laughs> and then, then, then the word multiverse fades in. Existential crisis. We cannot, I cannot stress enough how much this man's on the edge. <laughs> but, and then, so the I and V makes sense. It's in the word multiverse. But then the extra line to make the six is just the start of the capital E and the other three lines have to fade in. And it's just, it's a really ham-fisted way of doing it. <laughs> you, just, you're more annoyed about the de- designers. Graphic design, ah, I lads. Just, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know why that stuck with me, but I had to voice it. Who did the effects on this the after effects this this needs to be worked on lads just, easy uh, transition just put a six somewhere it's fine no um, one gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of phase five we have now learned that the phase five lineup of the of the mcu will consist mm-hmm. of ant-man and the wasp quantumania yeah. disney plus's secret invasion guardian the uh, guardians of the galaxy 3 good echo eh, fine the marvels yeah, looking forward to that, actually. that's gonna Loki be Season 2. Pretty good. Blade. Actually really good as well. Ironheart. Actually, yeah, another good one. Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Could not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America, New World Order. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> An 18-episode first season of Daredevil Born Again. That's actually quite cool. And uh, I Thunderbolts. Like how this, and Thunderbolts. So... Across the board, pretty happy with all of those announcements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, a lot of like, seven out heads. A lot, lot, lot of things that are just, I think they're going to be good, but I think if they're not, it's fine. If, that's the thing, is that I want them to be as good as, like, you know, seven out of tens used to be. 
in the MCU. <laughs> I think what's happening, Sean, is you want to recapture the magic of your youth. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be it. I want to go into a cinema at fucking 14 and watch Iron Man again or whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, this is the fucking best. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, a, a, I think it's, it's, it's just a lot, I think, to process. Maybe it's actually too much of a good thing. Like, they've given us all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is... Holy shit, this is oh, a lot. How do I deal okay, with this? wow. I can because only take so much chocolate. I, I'm going to die in this chocolate. <laughs> and phase four, if I'm correct, is ending with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah, November. Right? Yeah. Okay, and then we're straight into phase five, which that's a pretty stellar lineup, I will say. Like, there's old stuff coming back, but there's also new properties that I'm really excited to see. Like, Blade, yeah, like, especially, is going to be like class. Like, Secret Invasion. Like, you yeah. have Guardians of the Galaxy. That's normally a lock-in for pretty good. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, conclusion of phase four is consisting of She-Hulk on Disney Plus and Black Panther. So, that's the yeah, last Yeah, we got trailers two. for both of those. We did, yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it makes sense. Like, Black Panther's coming out in November. When's She-Hulk coming out? September? Uh, August, I think. August. And so, like, they're obviously going to push them the most... But the announcement that all of those movies are happening, along with a Fantastic Four movie that is down for Phase 6, technically, then, in 2024, yeah. I think, by that magic. I think that's it, yeah. I think that is the, the line-up. Um, yeah. But not only that, because Phase 6, Sean, will have two Avengers movies yes. in 2025. Yes, it will. Yes, um, and so I mean, very similar to Infinity War and Endgame, like they ended out the Infinity Saga, so they've got two Avengers films slated for May and November of 2025. Six months apart. Yes, like that's pretty. That that is pretty serious. Like that's wild for Avengers movies. And the two of them are called the first one, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Oh my god. And the second one is called Avengers Secret Wars. I have I am so excited for that. <laughs> yes. That legitimately See, been, that's the only thing getting me the through this breakdown right now, Connor, <laughs> is the fact that Secret Wars is at the end of it. The fact to be fair, I did the same thing where I was like I was just looking through all the titles, I was like, Oh fuck it that's so many things. Okay, cool, yeah. Like that's good. That's that looks pretty good. And then I seen the Kang Dynasty and I was like Okay, yes, I'm in. Avengers the Kang Dynasty. And then Avengers Secret Wars came in after that. And I'm like, oh shit. Are they doing Secret Wars? Like, They're doing Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. And I think like Kang Dynasty presumably is going to end with multiverses smashing together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- and um, look, I don't want to say anything, but Miles Morales is a lock-in at the point of this. Has to be. Absolutely has to be. Who also has to be a lock-in, Connor, is Doctor Doom at that point. Yes, because, of course, he's major in the Secret War storyline. He is. He, he like, in, in both Secret War stories, there's been, like, four Secret War storylines, but in the two biggest ones, Doom is at the centre of it. Mm. Like, he is, in, and especially in the most recent one, which I think they're probably going to base it off, he is, like god of the new world kind of thing and so secret wars i mean uh in one of the earliest versions is like kang doesn't kang get everyone together in or it's not it's uh dr doom gets everyone together in the battle world it's the it's in the first one it's the beyonder who's a guy who lives between realities super powerful kind of thing um in the 2011 secret wars Basically, the incursions happen, which is universes smashing into each other. 
Doctor Doom takes various pieces of various universes, fashions them, fashions them into Battle World, and basically rules over it. And no one remembers the world before, save for a few kind of survivors who escaped on life rafts from so the if universe. You, if you're doing the Battle World storyline, you've got Doctor Doom. Um, I mean, you've got like I think Kang's going to be there. Like he's going to be locked in. You've got all the villains they've assembled. I and think any the, villain that was gone in the past, like, like people came back in Battle World. Yeah, and, and so like if you've got all of them, I think you've got the Avengers, you've got Spider Man, I think you've got X Men on the opposite side, Fantastic Four as well. Yeah, no, I think so. I think so. Like the <clears> end. Uh, okay, spoilers for the Secret Wars comic. If anyone cares, it came out in twenty eleven. But at the end of it. Um, Reed Richards' kid, Franklin, he can create universes. So Fantastic Four for a while were written out of comics because they were off creating the multiverse. Right. So you can do whatever you want after Secret Wars. It's like you can you can make the universe into whatever it needs to be at that point. But I will say, this is kind of Marvel calling everyone's bluff because we're all saying, geez, they're <laughs> Don't really aren't working towards a goal. They don't really have an idea in mind. And then they come and drop the fucking bomb of the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars as their end goal of yeah. end game Infinity War version of these phases. Like, that's where we're going. And now you know. No, that is insane to, to announce that. The boss to announce, because I think we used to get the phases just like you get phase one and then like four or five years later, here's phase two. Yeah. And then here's phase three. But now it's just like, and here's just everything. Here's what's happening. Um, maybe it's maybe the idea is that if you show all your hands straight up, it makes more sense why it's slower. Like, maybe or, that's it, and you can see the pieces being put into place, maybe. But what pieces have been put into place other than Loki? Like, Loki season one, I think, did more work than four movies that they've put, released. That's, that's fair. Um, I think... Uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness for all of its faults was an accessible way for a casual Marvel fan Marvel enjoyer to learn about multiverses and that they're a thing and you can go between them and characters are the same but different so I think that's that's kind of necessary I think that. yeah I think Spider-Man was more like oh there's the guy from the old movie more so than like what the extent of it could be I think our problem with Doctor Strange was it didn't show the full capability it like kind of just dipped its toe in but didn't actually go properly in maybe that's by design they didn't want to go all out maybe it's going to get more and more crazy maybe. as it goes on yeah, and then, like, America Chavez as well, I would imagine, would play a qu- quite a key part in the whole incursions because she can travel between uh, multiverses, universes. Um, so so getting her introduced was necessary. And then, like, more of the Disney Plus stuff and the smaller, sca- say, smaller scale stories have kind of set up the other films in phase mm. five and six. Like you, they set up the Marvels and they set up Captain America, New World Order, and everything like that. No mention of Armor Wars, by the way. No. No, it was mention of Ironheart, but no Armor Wars. Yeah, which is strange. But uh, Ironheart looks to be re- quite good. I'm excited will, will to see that. Will it pop up later on in the show, I'm assuming. But I would say so. I, I, I think it's pretty crazy that, like, to go from, say, Iron Man 1 to the Kang Dynasty, where you're introducing Kang and Secret Wars. I, I mean, if 
if you had paid anyone at the start of this that they're like yeah they're gonna go do secret wars in cinema version like there's gonna be a yeah. movie and it's gonna be introducing all 300 characters at once like if, no like there's no way you could have done like you could not explain that to someone do you think for example is it still too big? Will they stick this landing? Because the first one, they not only stuck it, they fucking slab dunked and then just fucking started celebrating. Yeah. I don't, like, God, I want them to succeed at this. Like, there, it... Might Secret be too big. War, it might be too big. Secret Wars, I would class as a masterpiece of a comic. Mm. Because it, it unites two different comic runs, the Ultimate Universe and the mainline Marvel Universe... And it takes things that were set up for years across various comic runs, ties them all together and reboots the universe and everyone's happy about it. Mm. It's ridiculous that and, it worked. I mean, Kang coming in, like, fucking shout, like, because he's just in Loki season one and it's just, what, for the last, I would say, 20 minutes? Is that... I think even, it's all he appeared even, in. If even, yeah, like... He's he shows up right at the end, steals the show. Oh, like. he kills it! But the idea that he's going to be the big bad, that he's going to cause something to bring the universes together, the multiverse has changed or it's created. There's a big battle world and secret wars that has to happen. Yeah, like I think it's going to like, oh, and, and but but also what a masterstroke! Like because if Kang is the if Kang is the big bad of this whole saga. And he's going to pop up in Loki season two, I imagine. Probably pop up in Ant-Man. I think he's confirmed to be the villain of that. Um, like, with all of that happening, and Kang being the big bad, and then that, and then the, the, the Kang dynasty ends. And then the next movie, Doctor Doom is worse. Yes. And he's a bigger bad than Kang. That's the kind of attention that Doom Fuck needs. me, like, do you think they'll go Doom? Do you think, like, Doom is the big bad? I, I think, how can they not do it? Yeah. Do, do Doom on this one? Like, you have Fantastic Four coming out before it, which will probably set up Doom and everything like that. But if they do a comic-accurate Doom in the MCU, I'll take back everything. I won't take back everything I said about Phase 4, <laughs> but I'll be a lot more content with it. I love the villains of Miss Marvel, the clandestines. <laughs> no, never. No one could possibly love them. They're all dead I, I, for a reason. I mean, imagine, imagine the odds you would have gotten at the start of Phase like even 2 to be like, you know Doctor Doom is going to be the villain in 2025? <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, that's what's gonna happen and is, what is there a, a, a rough date for those uh, two Avengers movies or is it just that's what's happening so it's 2020 so May 2025 and November 2025 that is really soon as well yeah so that's well three years down the line but then you also have November of 2024 Fantastic Four coming out that's so wild. the reboot is coming out November of 24 and then May 25 is the Avengers, the Avengers movie and what about I Am Groot Season 2? When's I Am Groot out? Season 2, I don't have a mention of. Um, unfortunately, I don't have that information. We That's also I'm not getting, giving the time of day to, by the way. In, I don't in, care about that. In 2024, Captain America New World Order is also coming out. Um, so that's like Captain America 4 now, isn't it? Yeah, Captain America. Yeah. Sam Wilson's first film as Captain America. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that could be pretty cool. Um, at the same time okay so I have the lineup from phase 5 so 
Ant-Man comes out in February next year. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. is May next year. The Marvels is July next year. Blade is November next year. Thunderbolts isn't until July 2024. So I feel like Ant-Man in February, Guardians of the Galaxy in May, and the, Ma- the Marvels in July is a lot. That is, that is a lot. It, 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 that's kind of the release schedule we had this year, wasn't it? It was, and it was a lot. I felt like it was way too much. Yeah, like, so that that break between that and Thunderbolts is going to be nice. Like, I, I think the only time that ever worked, and the problem was they absolutely killed it, was they did Homecoming, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War. I feel yes. like, wasn't that it? Or was it that Black... Was, I, think, I think Homecoming might have been the, the like, November Homecoming was December the previous before. summer. And then it was Ragnarok in, like, October, then Black yeah. Panther in February, and then Infinity War in April, I think. Something like that. I think that and, was it, yeah. And I just think, like, that four, like, all four of them fucking killed it. And I think what happened was they had four amazing films back-to-back. To, they're like, well, people will want to see it if we do one every two months. Like, no, no, they still have to be good, because otherwise you get what happened where Thor, Love and Thunder comes out. And if it's not amazing, people are going to go extra hard the other way because they're just tired and they're just yeah, grumpy. I think even like it's they're tired and also like the last few entries haven't really done yeah. a lot towards a connected story because you used to watch, you know, you'd watch Captain America Winter Soldier to see what will be going on with like Hydra and where that's all moving yeah. and what Nick Fury and Black Widow are up to and all that kind of thing. But it's just been things happening in, in phase four. Um, so, yeah, look, that that is all the information we have at the minute. We just literally have titles and we've got release dates. We don't know anything. I mean, it's the, called the Kang Dynasty. So we could, on another week, this would we could talk about that for an hour in terms of what it would mean, what it would entail. But we got yeah. to move on, Sean. We do not have time this week. It's um, breakneck pace this it's Monday. breakneck pace. Um, speaking of breakneck pace, I just wanted to cover one small story. Of- Million dollar baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I was watching that movie with someone who hadn't seen it. And the halfway through, I didn't tell them, Sean. Oh, I did no. not tell them. And Butch, they need the experience. They, they need to know the pain I felt. If you haven't seen Million Dollar Baby, I'm not going to spoil it for Nothing you. Nothing happens. About three quarters of the way in, our hero runs into some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a harrowing experience for all. Um, Sean, I wanted to cover Oppenheimer. Uh, where they oh. released a poster. So this is Christopher Nolan's newest film. Um, and they've they've just released a poster. I wouldn't normally cover this, but I just once again wanted to bring up what I think might be the greatest cast ever put together of all time. Go um, ahead. And so Christopher Nolan, you've got directing, obviously, um, and then just you know off the top of my head, uh, just even on the poster itself, Killian Murphy locked mm-hmm. in, Emily Blunt following him, Matt Damon. Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh. First five names. My God. Yes. Any one of those is enough to sell cinema tickets. I don't know how many Oscar nominations you have amongst this cast, but it's it's quite ridiculous. Um, You've got Rami Malek. Uh, he's just also there. Uh, Josh Hartnett. Dane DeHaan is getting to play. Jack Quaid from The Boys. 
Um, Alden Eidenreich, Kenneth Branagh, Casey Affleck, Gary Oldman, down the list, uh, David Krumholtz, David Deschmalian, um, and just many more that haven't been announced just yet. This is absolutely insane. Also, good for Dane DeHaan and Alden Eidenreich. <laughs> This is going to be a fucking renaissance for their careers. You look at your left and Robert Downey Jr. And to your right is Gary Oldman. And you're like, okay, okay, cool. Okay. I'm dead in the hand. Play it cool. Play it cool. I'm good. I was the Green Goblin. Yeah. Don't you know I was the Green Goblin? And I was Han Solo that one time. And Josh like Hart is like, Josh Hart is like, I was in Pearl Harbor. So, so pretty good. What are you going to do there? Uh, no, I looked up the poster as well. It looks absolutely brilliant. It's nice to see a creative poster instead mm. of just like here's big head on coloured backgrounds you have to see all the people looking in different directions yeah and they all have the same poster we're talking about Marvel again aren't we we're the, yeah but look well, look, yeah but it's not just Marvel though because I think every poster now because I'm assuming look not to get into the weeds too much but they probably released a poster and it did quite well online and then a different studio went our service have told us that people like this poster yeah. then all posters are the same that's just the we way wrote an algorithm to design the perfect <laughs> exactly. movie poster it's all just like that guy what he did worked so we're going to do the same thing we'll copy that um, until people are sick of it just a shout out to Oppenheimer coming out in July 21st next year so like just yeah this month next year basically near near enough to this day next year um, yeah. and so hopefully it's pretty good uh, I can only assume it has to be if it's bad with that squat cast what's what are we to glean from that imagine if that was a flop like it would be <laughs> It, it, like Hollywood would just implode over just crumple because there's no box office draws anymore yeah it's like oh we can't we can't compete <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to our next piece of news Sean and this is another trailer and to be honest it's it's kind of up in the air I, I had I think this might be my favourite trailer of the week it's oh. the Dungeons and Dragons trailer, Sean. It's quite a good trailer. It is quite a good trailer. This looks like a fun <laughs> romp. So Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Um, one of our patrons, Waffles, mm-hmm. I know loves Dungeons and Dragons. So we might have to get him on to maybe give us a rundown of what everything to do with this movie is when the movie comes out. But at this ooh, point, ooh, ooh. Sean, we're just working with our own brains. I'm just looking at this as a man who's never played. Dragons. You, you, you play. You're a bit of a, a knowledge... Uh, you're you're kind of like um, my guy who knows everything about all nerd culture. I know a little about a lot, yeah. Yeah, but uh, not a lot about anything. <laughs> not at all, not at all. Uh, no, Waffles is probably like level 20 and I'd be level 4, you know? Right, okay. So if you're bringing this in, you, you're coming in with our pre, prior knowledge. I'm just like cash. I'm a casual fan, probably a lot of people are, watching yeah. this trailer. It got Chris Pided. This cast, once this again... This cast is also unreal. Also ridiculous for a Dungeons & Dragons movie. But what are your thoughts having seen the trailer? This looks really fun. Like, it just looks like... It, it It doesn't feel like I thought a Dungeons & Dragons movie would feel, if that makes sense. I thought I they thought, were going to go Game of Thrones. Yeah, I thought they were going to double down on fantasy and, and darkness. But it's mm. just like, it's just fun bullshit. Like, which is what D&D is at the end of the day. Do you know what it is? It's Guardians of the Galaxy, but this, like in yeah. Game of Thrones. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, you have all and you have all the different like classes and characters built in there. It's a like they're fully going in on the world as well. Like they have like owl bears and gelatinous cubes just around the place. Yeah, I, I think to be honest, having seen the trailer, like 
what I want is I want you to go all out. Just fucking, if you're going to do the world and you're going to build up the world, whatever the property is, like video games or board games or whatever, if you're going to do it, you got to go all in. You can't yeah. just like do it half and then go, oh, well, we're going to just like not go as hard just in case people don't get it. No, fucking go all in, make it ridiculous and people will like it. Because if people like the original thing, I'm assuming people will like this other thing that's coming out. Yeah, and I think I said when this when we were first talking about this movie, um, when it was first announced, I was like, I, I don't know if it'll work because Dungeons & Dragons is a game all about choice and how you make your own story. But I think doing it this way is the way to go, where I don't know what could happen in this movie. Like, <laughs> they could do literally anything, and I'd be fine with that. I genuinely was not expecting anything and it was like a oh, Dungeons and Dragons trailer dropped and I was like that cast is really good I'm just gonna get, take a look at this see what it's like yeah. and I just was watching it going this looks fun it looks like a romp and I think like there's a moment and I think like uh, Roger John Page I think he like throws a sword but he keeps hold of the handle and there's a dagger inside it or yeah. something yeah like there's just it's wild. You, what you got doing Chris Pine, you got Michelle Rodriguez. Chris Pine as just a bard, by the way. Yeah, he's just like, a bard, but also he's bringing the pine charm. Like he's oh, going he's all in on the pine on. charm. He's like it, it's Captain Kirk in Guardians of the Galaxy: Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like Regine, Regine Page, and then you also have Hugh Grant, who's the villain. Um, yeah. And I'd be like, look, Hugh will chew scenery all day if you give it to him. He doesn't give a fuck. Um, and so, like, even just the cast itself, excellent. And what I love is just, as I said, it didn't take itself too seriously. Could have been very easily. We're going to have like a, a gruesome, dark one, World of Warcraft style. We're yeah. going to make this properly. Just oh, so serious. Let's just make it a bit of a look. The tone itself, from the moment this trailer starts, I was like. I mean, okay, what what was this? Like, it perked my interest up. And they're doing, like, a reverse heist in this movie as well. That they, they, like, they were hired, they did a job, which is a very Dungeons and Dragons, like, you meet in a tavern, here's your job, go do the thing. And then they're like, and it's like the aftermath of like, ah, we just gave that to a really bad dude. We should fix that. Like and they would have to go steal it back. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, oh, we're, we're just kind of mercenaries, but we just kind of did a bad thing. We should probably, we should probably do a good thing to make up for it. Yeah, because we're not evil. Like, he's yeah. evil, and like, we're not evil. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the line from Guardians of the Galaxy? It's like, I'm a dick, but I'm not a complete asshole. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, but, like, I just, yeah, well, I haven't seen this. This might be my pick of next year of like this is an underrated one I think this could be good but I'm going to put all my chips on it yeah I think I think it'll do well enough in the cinemas I also think this is going to do really well when it hits like streaming and things like that I I would be worried that it won't do well in the cinema just because I don't think these types of movies get watched anymore Um, but Sonic did really really well just by word of mouth of how good it was that Um, is true word of mouth they kind of underestimate still of like how good it is but you see it a lot in even I mean not to go on the Marvel movies but like any movie like Morbius whatever they normally yeah. get like big opening day second day then the drop is normally fairly fucking severe if it's a bad movie and it does yeah. it stays steady if it's good because people like people have a limited amount of time and money and so mm. if they hear that something is not worth either their time or worth their money or worth both they're just not going to engage with it 
Mm. But if they're like, no, this is two hours. It's really fun, and it's just it's it's a it's a good time. They'll be okay. I'll give it a try. And I then I just another person. I just think this might be the least like nobody predicted this to be good. And having seen this trailer, I'm like, holy shit! What if it's good? <laughs> what yeah. are we gonna do if Dungeons also, and Dragons is good? For a trailer like that, for a movie that's not coming out for a while. The effects look quite good in this as well. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. For, especially um, like the, the effects of specific things that are just related to the game. It's not generic monsters. It's yeah, specifically it's, aimed towards the game itself. It has to match us an aesthetic and an art style. Yeah. And it has to fit in the world with real humans as well. Could this be the best video game, board game adaption to movie we've ever seen? I think in contention for the board game adaption... It's like this and then Battleship, right? <laughs> that is Rihanna's finest piece of acting. So, I mean, Battleship, pretty strong entry. But, okay, but I would throw in board games in with the video games. So okay. what have we got? We got, uh, we would Sonic and we would Detective Pikachu. Um, pretty good. Both I think this could Doom. be better than them. I think it could. You got Assassin's Creed, certainly going to be better than that. I mean, you Fucking always movie. remember Assassin's Creed, Michael Fassbender's finest hour. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson just pops up. It's great. <laughs> He's there. Um, yeah, so look, if you haven't seen this trailer, we're going to give you a recommend- recommendation. Go watch it. It's two minutes yeah. of a romp. You might like it. You might think it looks shit. I can't tell you what to think. Um, but well, it releases the job March. of a trailer, which it makes me want to watch the movie. Exactly. Unlike so Ma- March 3rd next year. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this was a news story that mostly just annoyed me. Okay. Um, and did you hear the news about Marvel and its cameo rules and how it pays the creators? I think I heard like a headline of this, which mm. is it's based on percentage of time in the movie or something like that. This, this is just a small story that, look, I don't want to rag, but if bad things are happening, we need to call it out because it's yeah. just not, it's not great because they're going to get a lot of positive publicity this week. Uh, lots of cool things being revealed, but also important to know the people who created the comic book characters should probably be paid the right amount for those yes. characters. And in some uh, cases, they should be invited to the premiere. Exactly. Um, but so you come up with a character, um, say, for example, who you have Sebastian Stan. I mean, he has a character in the MCU, Shaw, does he not? He does indeed. He plays mm. Bucky Barnes, the Winter Bucky Soldier. Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Yes. And he was, can you remember the Civil War movie? Familiar with it, yes. Do you remember how in-depth he was into that film? Like how he was central to the plot. He made two of the best friends in the Avengers, Tony Stark and Captain America, yeah. fight so much that they broke up the Avengers at the end. And he obviously, he was the driving force of the whole third act. Oh, absolutely, Connor. Yeah. Well, the cameo rules that Marvel work off is if the character, you come, you've created Bucky Barrett's shot. Um, and he's your character Marvel like we'd like to put him in a movie you're taking fucking Kachig perfect I've created him I get the rights to him it's perfect Um, the rule is if he appears at 15% or less of the movie's runtime then he is classified as a cameo and they don't gotta pay you big bucks because they just gotta pay you cameo money Bucky Barnes is not in 15% of Civil War. He is in 22 minutes of the 2 hours and 28 minutes of the runtime of Captain America Civil War. Meaning that the creator of Bucky Barnes did not get anything other than a cameo payment from Marvel due to their rules. 
not great. It's pretty scummy business practice <laughs> right there. Yeah. I'm fairly sure if you work it out, Chris Evans isn't in 15% of Infinity War. That's the way it works out. Like, you can just do that for any movie. Like, because all these characters, you just have so many characters. Especially yeah. in Civil War, you're showing Spider-Man, you're showing everyone that you got to bounce around. Um, so, like, even Endgame, like, you're bouncing constantly between worlds or between places or Infinity War. Those people might not be in 15% of the movie. That's, it's just a really shitty rule that, like, they, they, and Marvel has no incentive to change it either. And I'm sure no, they're they perfectly don't. within their rights to do it. But mm. when most of your IP depends on characters that were created and written over years and years and years in such a way that they were endeared to fans enough for you to justify putting them in a multi-million dollar film, maybe the people who created them should get more of a more of a financial um, thank you for that. And what, what, why I've kind of brought this up is obviously lots of positive stuff coming out, but what, we've, what I've noticed anyway in the last few weeks and months is there are rumblings in terms of like the Hollywood Reporter is brought out a few months ago in terms of um, the VFX people being yeah. overworked and underpaid. And then you've also now got comic creators kind of coming out saying, lads, we're not really getting paid enough. Is this a trend that maybe something behind the scenes might be a rug? I mean, it's a massive company. Or people just seeing the gravy boat, Sean, they want to jump in. What's the story? No, I think like I, I think there's been enough stories over the over the last while, especially around the VFX stuff, where like there's a bidding war to bid the lowest for the the job, um, and you, you do, the the idea being is that you can bid lower because you're working on a Marvel movie, uh, mm. you're going to get to show off your skills, it'll be great exposure, but then you don't have the money or the time, and Marvel keep changing things last minute, so you you're not able to make those VFX look as good as they can. And so you're goosed because now you've done uh, lower quality effects than you're capable of for less money. So you mm. have nothing to show for it at the end. Um, and so I, that kind Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I take Disney have billions upon trillions. Just pay people. <laughs> it's the thing. They have more than enough money to do all of this. <laughs> they have give more them than an extra hundred dollars. God. Like, yeah, just just just. Put thing put put money in the hands of the creative people who you're employing to make the things that make you money, mm. and those things will be better, and they will make you more money. I think there wasn't there a bit with the the tour trailer where it had the shot that was exactly like the comic books, but then the comic yeah. book the artist who came up with that panel didn't get any pay, <laughs> and they just nothing. like copied it. <laughs> Absolutely, like, it's ridiculous. Like it, it's terrible. Carry on, and it's like if it was happening on in a smaller company there would absolutely be war over it. But because yes. it's Marvel and Disney, they're fucking bulletproof, it seems. But the more people talk about it and the more people bring these things to light, maybe something will get done about it in the future. Yeah, look, and we're not going to change it here, but I just think it's important people know that's going on behind the scenes. Maybe that kind of impl- maybe that's kind of having an impact on a little bit of our, what I was going to say, fatigue. That because me yeah. and you were kind of like we're reading this, like I especially read this every week, and I, it makes it harder to be like, "Wow, what a cool thing!" When you're just like, "Oh, they're not paying people. <laughs> be they're, nice yeah. to people." <laughs> That's the thing is that like because because we loved the, a, a lot of the content, and we certainly loved a lot of the stories that the content comes from. 
but when and we're just about to talk about a piece of content that they released in a trailer yeah yeah but like it has to be said that like no company is perfect no company is your friend either um <laughs> Eat the rich. No. Eat the rich. <laughs> it exists to separate the workers from the means of production. It's a whole thing. Uh, but don't, don't ever think just because we like comic books and comic book characters that we think Marvel are, I suppose, immune <laughs> to being dickheads. Also, not just Marvel. Warner Brothers, most of the year, they're going to pay, if they can pay you less, anyway. they're going to pay you less. Oh yeah, um, anyway. That, that goes for the entirety of your life, by the way. Know your work. Okay. <laughs> Good on the people speaking out. Keep fucking speaking out. Um, So, look, we're finishing off this week, Sean, with the Black Panther trailer, um, a piece of content from the studio uh, of Disney. Um, And so Marvel released Wakanda Forever. The trailer came out at San Diego Comic-Con. Obviously, with the sad passing of Chadwick Boseman, we knew this was going to be changed quite a lot from the original plan. Um, He, of course obviously was Black Panther in the first one so he sadly passed away in between films what can you do having seen this trailer what are your thoughts on this new movie it looks it's a tough line to walk because you're like so the the trailer shows like the funeral of T'Challa it seems or at least a period of mourning going on and it's very tough to do that tastefully when the actor has also passed away mm. and to not feel like you're cashing in on any of that. But I feel like Ryan Coogler is going to do a good job handling that side of things. And as for where it goes in the future, then it's we. Uh, it seems to be some kind of attack by Atlantis is the, the, the main conflict of the film. So. Oh, you, you thought Kang was going to be the only intro of this new phase. No, 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 no. No, 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 we're, no. We're not just doing multiverses. There's now Atlanteans, Aquaman style, but it's Namor the Conqueror. Not Namor the Conqueror. Submariner. <laughs> Submariner. Kang is the Conqueror. Yeah. Love the look, by the way, of Namor. Um, yeah, they're going more of an Aztec style. It's interesting because I think because they know T'Challa's not going to be there... They can go way more in on Namor. And I think that was probably a lot of the changes in the script because they're thinking maybe they were just going to do a little bit of Namor and he's going to pop up. But now they can do a full origin. Like we can see him being born. We can see him grow up. We can see, we can like concentrate on him as well yeah. and have it a 50-50 movie to why is he attacking? Why do we need to learn why he hates these people? Why does he want to come to land? What have they done to him? Yeah, and... It, it, it you could get some cool parallels from that because like Wakanda could be seen as like a people without a king at the minute kind of a deal. Yeah. Whereas Namor a lot of the time in the comics is like a king without a people. Um, mm. He's often you know banished from Atlantis and stuff like that. Oh, because I, uh, Namor dickhead in the comics. Absolute prick. <laughs> we throw him in with Reed Richards. He is who oh boys not a nice man. <laughs> Raring arsehole. Um, <laughs> so I, I like I think that could be a cool. Uh, balance to strike um, and in terms of like we do like we do see someone wearing the Black Panther suit in this so in terms of passing on the mantle I don't know how that's going to be handled I, I'm assuming it'll be Shori um, say so I, I can only assume uh, Queen Ramonda will like pass it on to her I mean, yeah. like, you are... She's killing it, by the way. Oh, yeah. When she's, like, screaming, have I not given everything? And she talks about, like, losing all of her family. I'm like, yes. She's everything, this but, um, I thought this trailer was really excellent. For for a trailer that, like, didn't need to go this hard. 
Ryan Coogler is amazing at choosing the right songs. The yeah. right songs to, like, what really got the first Black Panther trailers across was just the songs in general. Like, I, th- I think it was the second trailer that um, it ends, isn't it halfway through where you see the shot of him, like, dropping out of the plane? I, th- yes. I don't know which trailer that was, but that was the one everyone got so hyped about. Because I was like, this is so well done in terms of music, shots, all working together. It's really good directing. Just whoever put t- together the trailer really excellent stuff because the songs really get across as an audience we ki- we know Chadwick Boseman has passed away we also know they've now got to deal with it they've got a sequel coming out we're kind of with them if, if they want to go with this way I'd be like look the king has passed away like it's kind of similar to uh, the vibe I think Fast and Furious um, yeah. and like say like I think it was like 8 or is it seven when they had the shot of like Vin Diesel and, and like driving separate directions at oh, the end? Oh yeah, with Paul Walker. Yeah, Paul Walker. And, like you had that moment. Where the, the audience are going to be with you. Like or, yeah, like, yeah. Because like, we all know it's like you can't film it. Like we're not going to say, "Wow, this movie shit." Because like the character, the man who plays the character just was not there. Yeah, what this, can you do? This thing that's out of your hands, like really yeah. affects the quality of the film. And like I, 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 I think the story could work and. I I like I would like it to be a good a good send off as well as a good movie, you know. Mm. So like, it, very selfishly of me, I'm just like I want to watch a good movie, and it's going to be the end of Phase Four. So presumably, there's going to be some kind of tease at the end. I think it might. I think Namor is the tease. I I don't know. Do, I think it might end on that. Can I make one of my famous calls? Oh, we're going to go famous call. Go for it. Doom. You think Doom's going to pop up? I think we're going to see Doom in this movie. Oh, shit. Because I think it's going to be... Because, like, the king of Wakanda died. I think world leaders are going to pay their respects. Yes. And so I think the the ruler of Latveria might show up. He might stick his hand up and say, well, if you need a leader, lads, I'm around. Like, I'm, I'm a nice here. guy. I'm here. Uh, yeah. I just... I just... Look, I just think it's a, it's a... I think that would build hype for the next phase. You know what? I think that could, I think it might be an after credit scene, though. I don't know That's if it's going to be. That's yeah. fine. Like he doesn't have to show up and interact with anyone. He can just like it can it can just be someone bringing in a letter on a tray, being like, "Oh, the Queen of Wakanda sends her regards." Yeah, and, like, I, like you you could you could also have it like I mean in this one it's going to be very much Namor is going to try and take over Wakanda. Yeah, he, he's like, I'm going to lead you. If you got nobody to lead you, I'm gonna lead you. And sure, he's like, "Well, no, our family lead this place." Like, the, yeah. even though even though the child is not here, I'm fucking here. Like, you gotta go what, through me. I wonder what brought Namor out of kind of hiding, I suppose. Or yeah, what? Why hasn't he popped out before? Like, what was? The, surely half of his people also disappeared with Tados. Could, could be. God, I don't like. There was, there was there was mention of an earthquake in in end game end game. They mentioned an earthquake off the coast of Wakanda. Okay, uh, so that could be it. Could be the big fucking eternal hand that popped out of the sea. <laughs> They'll uh, the never mention hand. that again. <laughs> no, that's never being addressed. Um, like it, it it is it is quite strange in the comics. Like he got involved because like you know Nazi U-boats were bombing Atlantis basically makes sense so that's why he got involved in humans fighting do you think he'll have fought in World War 2 in this um, no I, I think they'll make him like a young 
he's just he's he wants to lead everything. Like maybe his people don't like him, so he's like, I I think it's more interesting if he's leading them. Like if it is like a yeah. full on war, and um, but they might also just do the fact that they don't like him either. Like. He's on his own. He's not one of us. He's not one of ye. He's just a dickhead who just nobody likes, and he thinks he's the king of everywhere that he goes. Um, I think I think it really looks great. I think there's a lot of very very talented people working on this, and the first movie made a shit ton of money and it was really good. So yeah. I think this one we kind of all assumed. Jeez, the setback of I mean, you lose your main character. That's. That's, that could put anything on the back foot. It might make... you got to change the whole script. you got to change all that stuff. Obviously, none of that is as important as the poor man and his yeah. life. But if we're just looking in terms of production-wise or the sequel quality, it's, it's kind of amazing that it looks like this. It looks that, that good. That this trailer came out, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be good. Like, um, yeah, because I... Not reservations, but I was like, I'm interested to see where they go. Yeah, I, I was certainly know. tempering my expert expectations about yeah. it. Just because of everything going on. But it looks really good. I'm really also, excited. Also, Ironheart is in this. Ironheart is in this. We see Ironheart. Yes. Uh, I mean, great. Like, she, it makes sense that she would, like, go to Shori if she, if, like, for... If, if anyone just know who's Ironheart, Chad? Ironheart is Riri Williams. She is a young teenager who made her own uh, Iron Man-style armour um, mm. so that she could fight crime. She's a genius, um, like, on the level of... I think Shori might be, like, technically one of the smart you know a bit smarter but she's certainly like Peter Parker level smart which is yeah huge. Like, she's like a genius but she's not like Shori I think is like top three in Marvel yeah I think it's like Shori Mr. Fantastic and maybe Iron Man depending on how much he's drinking at the time and depends <laughs> how long he's had the more he drinks the smarter he becomes I think yeah, um, yeah I, I how much do you think she'll be in this film I don't know if she's going to have a massive part um, no, I think she might be brought in. Like she might have like an apprentice kind of role. Do you know, I don't. Yeah, think and she wants to be. impress Shori, and so maybe yeah. she pops up in the last fight scene with the suit, and she's like, "I figured out how to work it, and I'm going to help out because like you're in the full suit." Yeah, I think that could be a way to go. Um, I think it's a nice, it's a nice time to intro her and then expand on it more in her own series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we kind of covered everything, Sean. I mean, there's so many other things we haven't talked about, but we'll probably get to them next week. But yeah, they're the kind of big things coming out of Hall H, I would say. Yeah, they're the headlines. Um, And look, yeah, obviously, like over the next week, more news will be dropping. That's the way these things work. Mm. Um, So we'll check back if there's any major updates or any changes. We'll update that in the future Movie Mondays, I'm sure. Um, but for now, would you like me to take us out, Connor? I, I would like you to have a continuing existential crisis for probably okay. another four or five episodes, I would say. Just another All few right. weeks. I um, can pencil that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I last week, you're like, no, I fucking hate no. movies. <laughs> I just, I hate, I hate podcasts? No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, please take us out, Sean. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesdays, Friday with Hero or Zero, and and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. And shout outs, of course, go to Waffles, the marvellous god of thunder and syrup, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, 
Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Lil Dicky, Come Stay Where the Dogmen Play, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, Frost and Buster. Thank you all so, so much for the continued support. You're absolutely amazing humans and we hope you enjoy all the content that we do put up over on the Patreon. Other ways to support the show then, there is the merch store link below, heresforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heresforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's discussion group. Instagram is heresforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Neal. I shall see you on next week. Bye. Bye. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.